Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering only Murders in the Building, Season 2. The whole thing. That's right, we'll be going through every episode in two minutes or less. Well, twice, I guess. So every episode in four minutes or less. <laughs> uh, and we'll be ranking them in order of our preference from the bottom to the top. It's very exciting times. We do love our recaps. And as always, I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher. Happy to be joined by my co-host and former student, Kurt. And as always, I'm glad to be here with the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, our giant amongst hands, the Zero Series, Mr. Sal. It's very kind of you to say, Kurt. I do appreciate it. Anytime. Actually, I take that back. Not anytime. But... <laughs> anytime in the next 10 weeks during your recording. <laughs> <Possibly>. <laughs> okay. Well, Kurt, let's get right down to it. You're going to have two minutes. I will time you uh, to talk about your you, you won or lost the coin toss as you <laughs> see it, whatever, whatever you decide to call it. Uh, and you will be going first with your number 10 rated episode of the season. Now, do you have a sound effect queued up for this? Well, of course. Oh, I'm glad to hear it. Number 10. I think that was the wrong one, but okay. <laughs> Get it right next time, Kurt. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> ready? Set. Go. My least favorite episode of the second season of Only Murders in the Building is Person of Interest, the premiere episode of the season. So fitting. Keeps with my, uh, I mean, normally it's pilots, but, you know, I guess premieres are pilots of a season. It's still a pretty good episode. Me and Michelle liked the season as a whole. I still gave it a nine. I did debate giving it a high eight, but it, it you know, it, it's cool to see. The biggest reason why I did give this is my least favorite episode is because, well, it's cool seeing that all the characters are a bit more successful now. Um, Charles is doing Brazos. Uh, Oliver's a bit in the theater helping out his um son and whatnot, and Mabel's out looking at you know the art stuff. It's I'm not all about that, you know, watching them kind of I don't want to say succeed, uh, but it's just that wasn't the appealing part to me, and also you know kind of getting this bunny thing going aligned. You know, the, the beginning of it with them getting questioned by the detective, um, craps. Well, I guess later does become important. Eh, whatever. Amy Schumer, pretty good. I'm only here for the first two episodes, but she was, you know, she she, she was enjoyable. Uh, and you know, they're they're dealing with the fact that they might be, uh, that they're the prime suspects, the persons of interest on this stabbing case, uh, for Bunny Folger. So that's you know, all in all, still a pretty good episode. You know, we meet Alice, I believe, in this episode and some other stuff, but. Mm, I just, it, it, it's not as good as the other episodes to come. So, here we go. It gets 9 out of 10. Least favorite. End of my time. 138. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I, I was to say if you have anything you, you want to say to that, but I, I guess you can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I'm ready for my number 10. All right. Then, ready, set, go. Uh, my number 10 is also Persons of Interest, the premiere episodes, episode one. I also gave it a nine out of 10. I, I also love the episode. It was a great episode. I was very excited to get back into the series. It was it was super fun to be back in the universe, although we didn't have a very long break because we, we rolled right into season two after finishing season one coverage. Uh, so that was good. I guess my only knock on the episode is probably that I, I, I feel like 
Amy Schumer's role in the episode was a little baity because I these first two episodes she's pretty prevalent and then she's non-existent for the rest of the series or rest of the season anyway. Uh, interesting to me, Alice. Uh, you know, interesting to see uh, the Cinda Canning haunting. That was my favorite scene uh, where they're all listening to the the first. I guess it's the first episode of only murderers in the in the building, uh, and it's 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 pretty pretty neat. Pretty good. So uh, that was good stuff. Uh, we find out that Bunny's last words were 14 and Savage, and that plays a big role. And the, also very important here, the introduction of Mrs. Gambolini. Mrs. Gambolini is pretty funny. She, was, she turned out to be a pretty great character throughout the course of the season. So I'll stop there. Yeah, 118. Fair enough. And Mrs. Gambolini mm-hmm. probably going to be seen next season, I imagine. I think so. Unless yeah. Oliver gets really sick of her. Or they can't negotiate a contract with her. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's written off because she it's demanded like too much money no. <laughs> i i i you know i scheduling conflicts happen personality conflicts happen financial conflicts happen but it is really disappointing when a character a main character is just so offhandedly written off of a series yeah. so i mean yeah. yes i was never that big into oscar so no i it's not it's not that i was either but Plenty of characters in this ser- series come in and do one or two episodes. You know what I mean? Like we had two up. Ep- Sass, Theo, is- Sass, Teddy, oh, Sass, Sass has been Lucy in two more. episodes. So Luz- Lucy's been in more, but Saz has been in literally yeah. two episodes in the whole season. This whole series, not just this season. One this season, one last season. Oh yeah, yeah. like yeah, I-, I think it's reasonable. You know, to to scale them back if you don't like the character, you know, it can be a big, dis- uh, you know, big uh, demonstrative and scarring breakup scene if you want or they can you know write him off and say that he couldn't stand sitting in his own trauma in the arconia and had to move away and so he moved very far away and they broke up and that's i I think that's fine this this was a little disappointing because it doesn't even happen in this episode so i don't even want to talk about it so much right now (laughs) but yeah you know mabel just says that she thinks they're just friends now, which they, I mean, they didn't even interact with each other as far as we know. As far as we know, exactly. Mm-hmm. But whatever. It's, it's, it's fine. Water under the bridge. I'm, not, I'm done complaining about the lack of Oscar, and we can move on to... Let's get the sound effect right now. He still didn't get it right. <laughs> Try it again. Number nine. Man, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Twice. Uh, like, it doesn't matter how many times I go over two minutes. You've you've won the embarrassment award no. for the night. Also, we're not going to go over two minutes here. The, the episodes are only like yeah, you're right, like half an hour, right? Surely, I say sure. Now it's even more embarrassing to go over two minutes. Sure. Okay. Let's let's get going here. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> So, well, you're up next. I, right? You know what? Never mind. I was going to make a joke about Shirley McLean, but that's not my number nine rated episode. So, <laughs> Are you ready then? Yeah, I am ready. Okay, ready, set, go. My number nine rated episode is episode eight, Hello Darkness, which I also gave a nine out of ten. I loved everything with Marv. Marv's stuff was great. Fantastic. Uh, in fact, my, fav- my favorite scenes... All involved Marv's. I think Kurtz did too. Marv uh, explaining the the Sixth Avenue slash. My favorite scene was 
his explanation at the end and his you know, pride in having done something good by accidentally scaring off the killer. Uh, the reason this gets such a low rating is because this is where Mabel finds out that Kreps is Glitter Guy. And the idea of Kreps being Glitter Guy to me was less than palatable in the moment. I've come to accept it and it's, I think it's fine now. But at the time, I was I was pretty bitter because I saw a beard on Glitter Guy. I thought Glitter Guy was shorter than Kreps. You know, all kinds of reasons why I didn't think it was consistent with the plot or with the clues that they gave us for Kreps to be Glitter Guy. But uh, I've come around on it. I think it's fine now. It still, I think, is not the greatest episode. I did love when they sang. When they sang Hello Darkness and with the Yodel Shop Quartet. They also introduced Jonathan in this episode, which was a little strange to do two episodes uh, with only two episodes left in the season, one of which he wasn't even in. Uh, so th- I think there's some flaws with this episode all around. Still pretty good episode. I'm done. 132. Okay. Well, fair enough. All right. Are you ready, Kurt? I am prepared. Ready, set, go. My ninth ranked episode, Only Murders in the Building, season two is the ninth episode, the penultimate Sparring Partners. Uh, Sparring Partners, you can kind of break down into three big stories. Oliver with Teddy, Charles with now known to be Rose Cooper, and the bad one, Mabel's and Krebs. The reason the episode goes here is mostly because of the Mabel's and Krebs of of, of this episode, okay? Because I don't understand why Mabel goes on her own, number one, if she feels that Krebs is a glitter guy, which he is, and she knows that. But just, like, just that scene as a whole, with Krebs, like, giving away so much information while spouting he's not an idiot, because he's a a head detective, (laughs) and just, that just really kind of irks me. Just, just like, I don't know. I, I think about that. It's just, yeah, it just really rubs you the wrong way. That 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 boxing it, it's just weird. I don't know. That that's just super unnatural to me. The rest of the episode's good, right? Like I like when Mabel talks to Poppy. We learn Poppy's um Becky Butler. And I like, you know, Oliver's with Teddy. That's really good. Uh probably the best out of it. Charles and Rose Cooper's also pretty good too. I like that. But the Krebs and Mabel stuff is what is what gives us still a nine. Nine out of ten still pretty good, but it's my Second lowest rated episode. Um, and that, that'd probably be the biggest reason why. So there you go. That's all. I end my time. 132. Oh. There you go. Okay. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Okay. I guess we have to move on. Number eight. Man, you'd love to see it work out. Uh, it's so much better <laughs> when it works out. You'd love to see it work out. <laughs> all right. Kurt, are you ready for your number eight? Yeah, hit me. Ready, set, go. My eighth-ranked episode, Mr. Sal's ninth, is the eighth episode of the season, Hello, Darkness. Uh, I agree with Mr. Sal on you know, most of his points that Marv... I, I, my favorite scene is the first fan scene, and then Marv talking about the um, the killer. And, you know, I'll, you know, he'll kill the 7th Avenue killer, I think it was. But he might kill the 6th or the 5th and a lot of other avenues and so on and so forth. <laughs> Women, not third, you can't third. Not third, yeah. Women, maybe, maybe men. You know, I, <laughs> anyway, that was super good. Um, but yeah, you know, honestly, the 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 trio and Lucy inside the tunnels just wasn't that like entertaining. It was all right, but it wasn't. I don't know, it wasn't all that great. 
I don't mind Krebs being Glitter Guy, but uh, I, I like some of the minor character stuff too. And I, yeah, I was suspicious of Jonathan, and I think it's weird he was introduced near the end. I guess it's more of a season three thing. I mean, so same with the construction they talked about throughout the season, even from early on in the season, they were talking about you know Nina's construction and trying to update the Arconia. So we'll we'll see how that goes in season three. I imagine that'll keep up, or maybe it'll be like that note that was left on uh, Jane's door that. Still don't really know who left. <laughs> um, Lester, Nina, Chandler's episode, that's good. I mean, that, that that was funny and enjoyable. And yeah, Howard and Jonathan, those two were pretty good. So it, it's still, you know, it's an all right episode. Just not, it's not a big fan of the, I. It, it's all right. But the trio and Lucy in the, the tunnels just isn't all that great. So that's all. I end my time. 142. Ooh. So now that we've both talked about Hello, darkness. Hello, uh, friend. Yes. <laughs> is this is the last we see of Nina for the season, right? She's not in nine or ten. Jeez. Uh. I know she's yeah, not I in ten. Right. I don't think she's in nine either. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, she's not in the final killer reveal party. So yeah. No. You're right. You're right. So what's interesting too is that the, the two of us both put episodes eight and nine in our bottom three. So yes. they kind of limped into the finish line here. I mean, they're still getting nine out of ten. So it's not like we hated these episodes, but it's relative... not as good. The, the season had a blazing start. I mean, we both put number one down at the bottom too. So. <laughs> okay, okay. I, a very a uh, 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 getting ready start, and then a blazing middle. The middle section middle is start. is out of this world. <laughs> it's it's out there of this world. Right? You know. As we're, as we're gonna come to find out, we're gonna we're gonna see those uh, some of the middle episodes up in the top of our list, which is kind of odd. But that, I mean, that's really strange, actually. But we'll talk about it when we get there. In the meantime, I have to do my number eight. Okay, you ready? I suppose. Okay, then ready, set, go. Uh, my number eight rated episode is episode nine, sparring partners, which I also gave a nine out of ten. Everything that Kurt said is completely accurate. I have no disagreements with him. The Oliver and Teddy stuff was by far my favorite stuff in the episode. I I loved it. I mean, I was over the moon about that stuff to the point where I was willing to give this episode a nine because I was very much down on the Mabel and Krep stuff. That that stuff, especially now knowing that he actually was Glitter Guy and actually was involved in this plot, that stuff is ridiculous. Like she she went there alone. He was giving himself away while bragging about how he wasn't going to give himself away. It, it was ridiculous. And then he just let, let her walk out with no problem. So I don't know. That, that whole story was a mess, I thought. Uh, but I really liked the Oliver, or I'm sorry, the Charles and the Rose stuff as well. So because I loved Oliver and Teddy so much, and I really liked charles and rose so much i still give this episode a nine i still would rate it higher than hello darkness which was kind of just a, a steady meh not meh but a steady a lower steady uh, well i don't say this lower lower highs and higher lows anyway there you go <laughs> so uh i still get a nine out of ten i love the episode uh the Becky Butler stuff turns out to be some of my favorite stuff of the season. So I'm glad it was introduced here and I'll stop rambling. Yeah, okay, 143. Okay. That's one of my weaker <laughs> two minute summaries. 
wait, wait. I'm confused. Were you saying that it was more steady or less steady? Because you said, I think you. This I, one, this episode, this episode had higher highs and lower lows. Okay. 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 So, so, okay. Okay. Hello, so Darkness. More, more very much in that. Gotcha. Yeah. Hello, Darkness had just kind of an even I, I can agree above with average. That. I, I can agree with your sentiment there. I, I and then that. and then a kind of a stinker of an ending. <laughs> so that's that's why I have them in this order. I totally understand why you put them in the reverse order, and I would never begrudge you that. I think that's very reasonable thing to do. But uh, for me, that kind of evenness f- with a stinker at the end was worse for me than high highs low lows and a really cool ending okay Fair so right. yeah well mr so are you mm-hmm. ready to move on to the next number i i suppose if the sound effect number seven wow you really cut me off with that sound effect <laughs> <laughs> good for you i guess at least you got it right so. all right is, is it me i think it's me right it is you yes okay okay ready set go Ah, uh, Kurt, my probably boy. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> my uh, my number seven is episode seven, flipping to pieces. Gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, this is uh, I would consider this the the Theo Mabel episode. There's a little bit going on with Oliver and Charles, but not a whole lot. Uh, I shouldn't say that the, the Charles and and Oliver stuff is extremely funny. It's where they eventually hand the knife over to Detective Williams after discussing it in the bathroom and going through the chorus line stuff. That stuff was great. Uh, the Mabel and Theo stuff is still really good. I particularly dug the the whole concept of flipping the pieces, the whole concept of dealing with trauma by memory holding things, by intentionally forgetting things and mabel recognizes this about herself and eventually is able to flip the pieces back so that she can have more clear memories so that stuff was really cool uh retrospectively i do have a problem with them showing me a beard on glitter guy that didn't exist but you know i guess i have to get over that at this point but uh the coney island stuff was fine all of the, I, I really enjoy how they handle theo's character on the show and how they you know in season one it was there there was no spoken word until the very end and in this season it was him and mabel trying to communicate with each other and and sometimes succeeding sometimes failing and it was it was pretty interesting it's it's always very interesting to see uh i I did i did enjoy that Uh, and i was i was pretty moved by mabel's story as well uh, so uh, th- this is a really good one. It's a really good episode. Very solid. And I'll stop there. Yeah, 151. Ooh. Good hey. All right. All right. This should be familiar. Kurt, you ready for your number seven? Yes. <laughs> okay. Ready? Set. Go. My seventh episode. Same in Mr. Sal's. Bit of a different reasoning, but flipping the pieces. Gave it a nine out of ten as well. Um, Where me and Mr. Sal differ would definitely be... I'm not as high on Mabel's memory hauling with the puzzle pieces. I, I'm okay with that as a concept. I just don't like how it's introduced now versus like before. Like I don't like how it's introduced over a murder. Like this is a pretty big deal, right? I wish they'd introduced it for something not as serious and then we kind of see it. But I, at the same time, would you really memory haul it if it wasn't as serious? I don't know. Fair enough. But Okay, so she she doesn't remember, you know that that's okay. 
Um, the other bit I was not too much of a fan of would have been uh, when they're in Coney Island and it's Glitter Guy and we still don't see Glitter Guy's face directly. Like, she just so happens to shove him out of, the, you know, when she leaves the locker and runs out and we just never get to see their face. That kind of was like, okay, well, come on now. Come on. We should at least see the face now at this point. But, oh, well. Uh, both the main story-wise, yes, I, I love Theo. Theo is a character I greatly enjoy, so I, I love seeing Mabel and Theo. And, oh, the, I love Detective Williams with Charles and Oliver. Like, from the chorus line to them having to go to the bathroom together, even when they eventually give up the knife. Oh, it, it, that's so funny. That, that, that was, that, that's the, it, Mabel and Theo together and, you know, those two guys with Detective Williams, hysterical. It, it, it was great. So that that's why it is where it is, and I end my time. Okay. 147. Okay, there we go. So, anything you want to respond okay. to that, Mr. Tell? Uh no, I, I I think I said all I wanted to say about poking the pieces. It's it's good episode, solid episode. Not my favorite episode. All right, fair enough. I guess you only have one of those. That's true. I guess we got to move on. We have different ones. Number six. <laughs> wow, you keep cutting me off. I know. <laughs> wow, the timing's not there. <laughs> or is it? I think it is. I think you're doing it on purpose. No. <laughs> Well, you should have claimed that you were. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for your number six? Yeah. Ready, set, go. Uh, six, favorite, six favorite episode of the season. Uh, third episode. Uh, nine out of ten. It is the last day of Bunny Folger. Uh, this is a cool episode. It's not like one we've seen in the past, really. I mean, we've seen... The Tim Kono episode in the season one finale is a bit like this because we see Tim Kono's point of view a bit, but this is all Bunny, right? Walking around, and they do such a great job of us, you know, getting to like Bunny more because you know how we learn and get used to Bunny in season one is she's kind of cranky, she's kind of mean, whatever. But here we see how sweet she kind of is. Um, the the money she leaves uh for um. I can't remember. What's the waiter's name? Ivan. Ivan, thank you. The money uh, she leaves for Ivan, it's so sweet. And just, you know, her loneliness she feels when she, she tries to get the our trio to kind of accept her a bit and stuff. Like, it's just, it's really, and we, you know, we see if she gets the, um, the rainbow sweatshirt on. So it's not complete bait from <laughs> season one that I complained about why she was wearing that sweatshirt when she got stabbed. But it, it it was, it, it did a great job of us feeling for Bunny. I do, the reason it's a 9 out of 10 is just because I, I do miss, you know, the present time stuff. And, you know, it, it's all about Bunny, which is good. But I also, you know, did want to see the story progress along a bit. But I did enjoy it. it, it it's a good, good, good on them. So I, they made me love Bunny, even though she was already dead at this point. So good on them. And that's all. I'll end my time. 148. Okay. Okay. Marcel, are you ready? I suppose I am. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number six rated episode is also episode three, The Last Day of Bunny Folger. Yeah, this is my highest nine that I have. So uh, uh, everything above this is going to be a 10. But this is uh, everything Kurt said really is 
quite accurate again. Uh, I love seeing bunny humanized like this. It's always important for me when I when you see somebody on screen who you're kind of I don't know if I don't, manipulate is not the right word, but you're supposed to hate the person or at least revile them the way that the main characters do. Uh, and when you see that person humanized like this, I think it's so important to show that you know, people have other sides to them that they don't always show. Uh, the the tipping, the over tipping of Ivan is my favorite scene uh, in the in the episode. It, it was it was really great, really great stuff. I guess the reason I don't give this a ten, maybe a, a little bit, it's uh, because I missed present time. But I think more than that, it just doesn't it doesn't have the humor that the other episodes have uh, there's not a lot of charles oliver and mabel in this episode uh and when you take those three out of the equation you you do lose out a lot of, a lot of the humor and bunny can be very very funny as well but that's not the point of this episode the point is not to have her be humorous the point is to have her be humanized so oh i liked that that was great Ooh, ooh, i'm tempted to stop there but i, I do want to also add that we do get to know nina lynn quite a lot in this episode uh, it's, and that also yeah, I, I don't want to call it baity because they have to show us possible motives and opportunities for lots of characters otherwise they're going to give everything away so uh but it, it was her introduction into why she may have been the one that killed bunny so uh again great episode my highest nine uh but Stop. not. Uh, it doesn't matter. Your timing on the on two sound effects was off. <laughs> you still should be more embarrassed. I'll say this: thirty minute episode. You went over two minutes. Whew. Okay, embarrassing. All right. Fair well, well, Michelle, are you ready to move on? Yes. <laughs> Number five. I was not going to let you cut me off with that one. Yeah, well, I was very complacent. <laughs> well, are you ready then, Mr. Sell? Yes, I am. Five? I okay, am. then ready, set, go. Okay, my number five rated episode is episode two, Framed. Now, I let Kurt talk me up to a 10 out of 10 on this episode. Uh, And, and I think it was very well warranted. It's a wonderful episode. Charles and Jan get together. The uh, are, are are just priceless in this episode. It's, it's, no, that's the wrong episode. I'm sorry. They get together right at the end of this episode. That was really exciting to see Charles and Jan together. Uh, But retrospectively, I'm very comfortable making this my lowest rated 10. Because so much of this episode was dedicated to Amy Schumer and Leonora slash Rose, neither of whom really end up factoring into the the the, the murder anyway. I guess the paintings, you know, Savage does factor into the the conspiracy a bit, but only a bit. It's really not nearly so uh prevalent as you might or important as you might have thought so a lot of this episode ends up being not as important as you thought amy schumer wasn't as important as you thought leonora slash rose was not important as as you thought uh and so uh, it takes a little bit of a ding for that but it's so good it's so funny uh the the smash mashup thing I, when mabel is wrecking her statue and charles is talking with 
Rose, and I don't remember what Oliver was doing at that point, but uh, I'll, I'll figure it out. But that that was my favorite scene uh, in the episode. It was, you know, oh, it was Amy Schumer meeting with Oliver. Oliver, that's right. So uh, I, I was seeing Amy try to play Jan. That's all good stuff. Great episode. Great. I'll stop. Oh, uh, one fifty four. I was hoping. I was Oof. hoping for the repeat. Oof. I was salivating. Oof. <sighs> All right. I guess it's time for you to talk about your number five. So are you ready? I am. Set. Go. My fifth ranked episode is the season finale. I know who did it. I gave it a nine out of ten. It's an alright finale. I, I I did enjoy it. Like, yeah, I still gave it a nine out of ten. I love the killer reveal party. I love all of that. It's just, I know Mr. Sal likes the humor, and it does have humor. I just, it just to me felt like it was not the humor of um, episodes past. But I did love the killer reveal party itself, where how they, you know, it's Cinda to Alice to Poppy. That was great, and I think it's fine that it was Poppy. Like I, I actually really like the fact that they did Poppy over Cinda. Because me and Mr. Sal both convinced it was Cinda by, you know, I mean, Mr. Sal guessed it was Cinda before the season even started. And, oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, gee, Willikers. I guess it is Cinda. Now, so Poppy's cool. Krups? Eh. I, I mean, they explained Krups, but uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I like Poppy more than I like that Krups is part of it, too. It's still fine. He is. It's just, it just felt kind of a bit more last second than Poppy. So that's fine, though. But, like I said, the slow motion stuff's pretty funny, and the tomato stuff kind of is, but there's, I just feel like it's missing the humor I, I tend to enjoy from an episode's past. So, and that's why it's an 9 out of 10. Um, and also, they failed to answer uh, the Jane question of who put that note on Jane's store. That was also a big bother to me as to why I did this. So, 9 out of 10. But otherwise, pretty good. Like I I did enjoy it, and you know, the one year later, obviously a lot of question marks. I wonder why Ant-Man's here now. Hopefully we're going to find out in the next season. But there you Stop. go. That's all. Oh, no. You went over. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. We're even. Okay. <sighs> and you're wrong, by the way. It's a, this is criminal that your your fifth no, rated episode is this. That's all. The that's season all. finale. That's ridiculous. Freaking refractive. Yeah, ridiculous. Ah, okay. Oh, well, I guess we're going <laughs> to move on now to... Number four. Okay, it's you again. Well, you ready? A war here, Mr. Sal? Yeah, yeah, let's go. Ready, set, go. My uh, fourth ranked episode of the season, first ten, the rest are tens, is the second episode, framed... Uh, much like Mr. Sal, I did enjoy this episode. I thought the humor in this episode, also like Mr. Sal, is very great. Uh, some noteworthy stuff that Mr. Sal didn't point out was uh, I find Oliver yelling at Lester hysterical. Uh, the panic he feels when someone knocks at the door, like Howard knocks on it, also pretty funny. So, And also the whole painting stuff of it being Charles's father, and he might have seen a bit of his father's you-know-what, Amy as well later. That's all funny. I mean, Amy, Amy wanting to basically get with um, Charles. That's hysterical. She wants to be Jan. So, uh, so much humor in this episode. 
but besides that, I thought Miss Folger was interesting. Um, I am interested to you know rewatch the episode a bit with the knowledge that she is uh, Rose Cooper. I wonder if any of that's really hinted at. Uh, I oh, me which just talked about it. She does mention the fact that she knows a bit more. So, but I, I I'm curious. So yeah, maybe may, may, you know maybe at one some point I'll rewatch the series and we'll, we'll see. But I did a. It, it's a good episode. I, I think Michelle is correct to say that a lot of stuff that happens here doesn't really end up mattering as much. Like, yeah, Amy Schumer is not around later on in the series. Rose Cooper isn't really all that critical. She's discussed quite a bit, but I guess it's important that Charles knows to chuck the watch to figure out where she is, which I forgot to talk about that, too. I, that, that kind of bothered me that he knew to chuck the watch. I forgot. But anyway, so it is a good episode. It's a funny episode. I enjoyed seeing Rose Cooper. It was good. That's all I end my time. Oh, definitely working over shoot at that time. 144. Yeah. Overcompensating. Got it. <laughs> <Can I start? laughs> how how? Well, how on earth can you put this up episode ahead of the finale? Why well, like that? I just did it. I, I I I don't understand. I don't I enjoyed this one more than I enjoyed the finale. The finale, listen, the finale gets dings for that Jane thing, okay? Oh, God. And it's not how, coming back from it. I'm telling you, I'm not going to ding does, anything else for it. But how, does, the, how does this episode not get dinged for Amy Schumer meaning absolutely nothing That's fine. to the whole series? Well, Mr. Sal, what do you think? Amy Schumer did it? That'd be ridiculous. She's a celebrity. It's like I the mean, Sting did it. That's, that's ridiculous. Completely, completely, absolutely nothing. That's funny. It was for the ride. They never even talked about the TV show. In fact, we know that a year later, Oliver's not working on a TV show with Amy Schumer. He's directing a Broadway play. I don't see Amy Schumer again. He's too busy working on a play. Oh, man. He's a man of the theater. You're so wrong about this. I can't wait to talk about that finale, but it's not time yet. It's time for my number four, and it's not my number four. Wait, what? it's time for me to talk about my number four. Oh, 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 okay. I, I finale is, said that. Yeah, sorry. I thought it's like time to talk about number four. That's not my number four. I was like, wait, 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 wait what is your number four? No, the finale so is not my number four. I'm yeah. not ready to talk about the finale yet. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, well then, ready, set, go. My number four rated episode is going to really get under Kurt's skin because it is episode five, The Tell. I did end up giving it a 10 out of 10, but again, Kurt talked me up on this one. This is, <laughs> I was not on a 10 to start this. Kurt talked me into it. And it, it's, it is a, it's a, it's a really good episode. It's a great episode. The, I mean, the Charles and Jan stuff is out of this world. It, it couldn't be any better. It, like the series is at its best when Charles is with Jan and when Oliver is with Teddy. And when Mabel is, I, I think to most, for most of the season, I thought when Mabel was, is with Alice, that that was good stuff. Uh, and and we do get Mabel and Alice quite a lot in this episode. Um, and I think, you know, the the Son of Sam stuff is really good. It's very clever. The seven, you know, when they go back and forth between the seventies and modern day, uh, I think. This was a too early to take Alice out of the equation. And I know that they didn't take her out of the equation because they showed that Son of Sam card in her bag at the end. But they spent a whole episode uh, like targeting Alice. And when they spend episode five targeting someone, you know it can't be that person 
who did it. So I I think it takes a, a quite a ding for for that. Not not a ding. It's still going to be a ten out of ten. But that's why it's number four on my list and not say you know number one, for example. Uh, so I'll stop there. Okay, one forty-seven. I need to challenge you on something before I forget. All right. So you say um, you know it's not going to be Alice once they target her at this point in episode five. Mm-hmm. In the finale, after they move on from Cinda to Alice, did you think it was Alice? I mean, for the three minutes that they okay. let me think it okay, was Alice. Okay, that's all. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it there then. Okay, so you still did could believe it was Alice then. Okay. She plunged a knife in the I'm just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So there's a universe that you can still believe it's Alice. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, let the jury, her, I'll, I'll let the jury rest on that. Okay, okay. No more. No more questions. <laughs> Juries don't rest. Lawyers do. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never watched Better Call Saul? Come on. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. All right, I, I know you're gonna lambaste me for that later, but we'll see. Okay. Not right now. Okay, well, I guess let's move on to number three. Okay, and uh, you're going right. I guess it's me again. Okay, then ready, set, go. I'm happy to finally talk about my number three, which is the finale, episode 10. I think number three is an appropriate place to put that. I think that if you want to ding it. For the lack of Jan note, uh, among a couple other things, uh, th- that's fine. Uh, you knock it down to number three, not number five, which is absurd. You still give it a 10 out of 10. I gave it a 10 out of 10 because they were somehow able to simultaneously satisfy both concerns that I have about murder mysteries. My first concern being I'm going to solve it and then I'm going to feel like it was obvious. I thought I solved it. They fooled me. Uh, but then concern number two is I'm not going to solve it because they make it impossible to figure out. That was not the case. So th- they completely satisfied those two requirements for a murder mystery and subverted all expectations. I'm at no point in the previous nine episodes did either of us ever list Poppy as a possible suspect. So good for that and and she was there like she was there throughout the season she was there in season one she was doing stuff she was a bigger character this season than she was in season one we should have honed in on that but we didn't uh as far as the humor goes i watched this a second time with my wife and she had one of the top five laughing fits i've ever heard her have (laughs) during the slow motion and tomato scene because that was some of the funniest stuff in the series. It was so funny. Uh, and it's not just that. There, there's plenty of, of, of funny stuff here. Lester and Howard, their performances were hysterical. The, the I have a plan. Nope, I thought it would come to me. Or torture, get your concertina, whatever you consider your 10 best stories. So much good humor in this episode. It, Stop. This, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That ought to get him there. No, we no. I listen. I think the Howard and Lester acting stuff is funnier than the slow motion. Oh my God. Stuff. It might be. It might be. But it's still. They're both so funny. Howard and Lester are hysterical, and that slow motion tomato stuff. I don't think the slow motion tomato stuff is that funny. Oh my God! You gotta watch it again then, because it's maybe, so maybe, maybe funny. Maybe we're looking at different scenes there. Who knows? <laughs> 
Maybe. So funny. Oh, it's so funny. I love it. I love it so much. Anyway, we can, we don't have to litigate this anymore, I guess. So if we're going to continue to use legal terms. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for your number three? Well, the jury rest here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> ready, set, go. My uh, third ranked episode for the season is the fourth episode. I gave it a 10 out of 10. Here's looking at you. Uh, this is the episode where we meet Lucy. Uh, so seeing this episode is really sweet. It, it's a bit of a break in one way. Hey, I mean, seeing that Charleston's communication with Lucy is sweet. And then seeing Charles meet Lucy after a long time and them seeing each other was really, really cool. And Lucy has immediate synergy with the trio. It's so nice. Um, it kind of makes me sad they didn't really utilize Lucy as, I mean, they have her again in later episodes, but not really in the same way I felt. I mean, maybe Mr. Sal will disagree, but I, I, I think he'll he'll agree with me when I say, I mean, Hollow Darkness, she's there a bit more. Her character's a bit more shown, but Lucy really shines here. really enjoy it. Uh, and, you know, we learn about these um, catacombs of the Arconia, the Arconiomes or whatever Oliver calls them. They're really good. Them listening in, hearing things such as Theo and Teddy talking. That's so great. Nina's plans with her man, Jared. Uh, that's super good. The knife uh, that goes into the ceiling, then falls back down later. Uh, Mabel gets to Howard's password. This is a funny episode right here. Right? Uh, Will knowing about him. Or Oliver telling Will how to do a Wizard of the Oz play. It's a great episode. I enjoy it. That's all. I'll end my time. Okay. 135. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we've got a... Number two. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Set. Go. Oh, wait. Did you stop wait. the timer? Yeah, wait. I'll, I'll stop the timer. Okay. We'll to... I'm ready now again. I thought I thought it would come to me if I said go. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> right. Ready, <laughs> set, go. Okay. Uh, my second favorite episode of the season is the sixth episode. It is performance review. Uh, also, obviously, gave it 10 out of 10. This is a great episode uh, for a few reasons. Number one, that uh, glitter bomb, like, angle thing when, <laughs> you know, well, for, first of all, the, the Jan and Charles stuff I'm already in love with, but Charles getting kind of really deep about why he's still talking to Jan. The, 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 the juxtaposition of the, the glitter bomb going off in the background. Like, such a clever camera angle. That was so clever. I love it so much. That, that, that was so good. That they're, they're so distracted. They don't even notice it. Love that. Uh, in hindsight, I'm curious to the detective Kreps yelling at the podcasters, syndicating crew and our crew. Um, obviously, now we know he's with Poppy. I, I wonder if any of that's shown in that scene. Curious. Haven't rewatched it. Saz is back. Love to see Saz. The breakup scene with Jan. Thanks to Saz. Also really great. So, lots of good comedy mixed with serious dialogue. You know, Charles moving past Jan. Uh, the glitter guy. Try you know them. Try to catch glitter guy. The, you know these these are serious things, but they they meet them really well with comedy. So I really do enjoy that. Um, and 
we're still being on DNA test at this point, actually. So that's not that great. So anyway, I'll, I'll leave it there, though. That's I'll end my time. Okay. 136. Okay. Okay. All right. I guess, uh, I guess it's my turn for number two. You ready? I suppose I am. You ready, set, go. My number two rated episode is episode four. Here's looking at you. I had a really unique reaction to this episode. I, I was just absolutely enamored with it. it. This episode, for whatever reason, haunted me. I, I kept thinking about it. I, I I can't exactly pinpoint what it is, but I whatever it was, I knew that I wanted Lucy to be a main character from this point forward. It is a little disappointing that she kind of got short shrift for the rest of the season. She was in, I think, three or four more episodes, one of which was pretty uh, major. She was played a major, pretty major role in. But her relationship with, with Charles is something that I think the show really needed. It was it was awesome to see. Uh, it was funny uh, that one of the one of the funniest things in the season, maybe not quite as funny as the slow motion tomato, maybe yeah I'd, I'd put it on par with the slow motion tomato is the whole elevator scene with teddy when when teddy is back in the arconia out on uh whatever the, the house arrest i guess and uh runs into oliver on the elevator so appears very zen and calm until he gets off the elevator and tells oliver all about what he's going to do to him uh, with, with no details but very very threatening and very funny in the process so that that was great stuff. Uh, the oh Mabel trying to interact with Lucy and Lucy just dropping terms that Mabel has no idea about it was was fantastic. Uh, so and then at the end we get Jan back, which I misspoke. She did not come back at the end of episode two. She comes back at the end of this episode, uh, and it's very exciting as well. So uh, yeah, I I love this episode. I'm done. You're one forty nine. Okay. Mm hmm. Well, Mr. Sal. Ha huh. are we ready? Ha huh. I suppose I need to be. Number one. Okay, Mr. Sal. Mm. Are you ready? Mm. Okay. I'll take that as a yes. Mm. <laughs> ready? <laughs> Go. My number one rated episode, my favorite episode of the season, maybe my favorite episode of Only Murders in the Building, is episode six, performance review. To me, this is Only Murders in the Building at its best. This is what this show is capable of. This is what the show does so well and what makes me love it so much and what makes it different from most other shows that I've seen. It is heart-wrenchingly emotional watching Charles struggle with leaving an abusive relationship, watching Mabel struggle with finding out about that and connecting it to the death of her friends, her, her, her two of her closest friends and the incarceration of her third closest friend, uh, watching Oliver struggle with whether or not Willis's son, I wasn't sick of it yet at this point because it was only the, the second episode of it. He had just gotten the hint dropped at the end of the previous episode so in this episode he gets that that dna test so uh, i was not sick of it yet uh it's got one of the clever scenes where you have this unbelievable juxtaposition of these emotional situations and in the background the glitter bomb goes off and it's hysterical so th they do such an amazing job 
of balancing this, not just the dramatic, but the truly emotionally intelligent stuff, the, the, the character driven depth of, of character that they do so well with the humor. Uh, it's spectacular. I, I can't say enough good things about this episode. Uh, Poppy even makes the call in this episode to Mabel trying to throw Cinda under the bus. And, and uh, we know how that's going to turn out. It, it, everything about this episode is exactly what I would like it to be. And it's a demonstration of how great this show is. I'll stop there. Wow. 158. Nice. <laughs> Dang. Nice. Uh, well, seriously. Yeah. Well, no, seriously, I, 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 I feel like if I could do it without, two, no, you can't do it without spoilers because you can spoil all of season one. Like I, oh, like I, I was if gonna, you could watch this without. I, I was gonna say like if I was trying to get somebody hooked on this series and I could only have them watch one episode, I'd pick this one. But you'd you'd give away Jan from season one. You would also. <laughs> you want you want to start someone off on the peak. I know you're right. That's a good point. Why not show them the least favorite episode? And if they like that, then oh, and they're really in for a show. Maybe. What is my least favorite episode? Probably some twist. Oh no, I would not. Not <laughs> not how my worst enemy would I? <laughs> I, I no, I mean, I, twist is not. I mean, I don't hate twist. No, no, I don't is, hate like but... it is not anything that would get me hooked on the show. <laughs> it's just a car driving the simulator. Yeah. Anyway, well. I guess it's time for your number one. I'm ready, Mr. Sal. Okay. Ready? Set? Yep. My number one episode, which Mr. Sal will vehemently disagree with, is <laughs> the fifth episode of the season, The Tell. Now, I'm here to defend it. Okay. Now, listen. I loved, in season one, uh, what, was, what was the name of uh, Oliver's episode? That the, is, is the second episode of the season? The third. Uh, anyway, whichever one was... Uh, Oliver's that had like you know the people out in the theater and stuff. This came with the same vibes. I love the some of Sam stuff so much. Okay, I loved it so so much. Like at first we see Oliver in the past, past Teddy, seeing Teddy through the ages. Cool, loved that. That was wonderful. Uh, so with that aside, there's good comedy in this episode. The like for example the Iranian Contra fiasco they brought up and so on and so forth. <laughs> that was great. Uh, Mabel and Alice, how they've grown really close in this episode, and Oliver trying to point out Alice will only kind of tighten their bond a bit. Uh, right, and even Charles. Charles is suspicious of <laughs> of Alice, but second Alice says something nice about Charles, then suddenly uh, he's all about Alice. Alice can't be all that bad, so that that's great. Uh, speaking of Charles, Charles and Jan, they, they met last episode, they, they first chatted last episode, gets a bit more serious here it even ends with charles bringing jan some bagels that was all pretty great too but no the set of sam stuff was wonderful the, the idea that oliver can read people he feels he can read people and he did indeed read alice correctly uh and it ends with well it begins with will talking about how well uh, oliver can read people and it ends with will get you know getting the dna test back and kind of laying the seed work that when Oliver eventually lies to him, he did read that Oliver was lying to him because he knows his dad's tell. So anyway, the tell. Anyway, that's all. I'll, I'll end my time there. Oh, wow. 159. Not to, <laughs> not to be outdone. <laughs> How to end it off, Mr. Sal. Oh, wow. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. Got a boy, Kurt. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, <laughs> no, I I like the tell. I I, I so do I. Gave it a ten out of ten. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. not gonna knock it. Okay, well there you go then. Don't <laughs> knock it. Wonderful. Glad to hear that. So, overall though, this this season really good. Really good. Oh season. yeah. Oh, very oh good so good and really like the middle section there episodes four five and six we had i mean i had episode five uh was my number four rated episode but we both had four five and six in our top four which is yeah. amazing that the middle of the season was that strong <laughs> it was good uh the, yeah. the hope as it went <laughs> onward along with the what we've seen before yeah it was yeah it, it, and even the season totality was still pretty good, even though it was awesome. know, the, the extremes, I guess, weren't as good. Still good. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. The, 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 and I would argue that the finale was, was that good. So <laughs> actually, I, I think I might, I don't know. I, I might be more sad. I think I, I like the finale of season one more than the finale of season two, just the episode as a whole. But I think I like that Poppy was the killer more than I like that Jan was the killer. No, I don't like that. Because I predicted Jan. <laughs> you did predict Jan several times over. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like that. Okay. All right. Well, I we also, have... though, oh, sorry, one other thing. Jan was a more fun killer. Oh, yes. I agree with that, with that sentiment for sure. Like, if Poppy's in jail, no offense to Poppy. I mean, I, I'm happy to see Poppy, but I'd rather see Jan in jail. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's all. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, one more segment segment here. Uh, we are going to take a look at the titles from this season and discuss what our favorite and least favorite titles are for the season. But we're going to do the traditional show hoppers method of guessing each other's favorites and least favorites. So since I think you just did two in a row, didn't you? You did number, your number two and your number one? That was just in my number one. I don't know if I did two and one. Oh, then it's uh, still your no. turn. You're okay. right. It's, it's still your turn. Okay. In that case, I, so I guess for you? You you can if you want. Okay. You like starting off with the worst. Right? I like to start off with the worst. Let's talk about the worst title of the season. Honestly. Hmm. Uh, I think there's two clear choices here. Two um, clear choices. I don't want to say the other clear choice. <laughs> because that's the one you picked. No, not necessarily, because <laughs> there's two clear choices. Mm. I think you put persons of interest. Okay, why? Because <laughs> it's a murder mystery show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's equivalent of all in. You can put that for you can put that for like almost any episode. Persons of interest. If it's a murder mystery show. I guess not every, but you know. All right. Um, I think that you also said that persons well, of interest. Persons of interest for all those same reasons because it's a boring title. It's like yes, of course there are persons of interest. Okay, I'm I'm willing to accept that answer. Is that all? That is all. Okay, you are correct. I did say persons of interest. Hey, good for you. All right, so I'm I I have to admit I I may have I may not be. Uh, we may not be able to evaluate <laughs> your your guess on me because I so my original choice. By the way, oh wait, before you go, on, I just want to say 
There's actually only one clear choice. I just said two because I don't I want to say there's only I, one. Why, I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, there's only one clear choice. So I'm curious uh, to what you put. So on. my original choice was, uh, and you just just now talked me out of it, was the tell. <laughs> so good job. You just talked Thank me you. out of the tell. Thank you. Thank uh, and yeah, so th- there you have it. First uh, interest. You- Yes, of interest was was on my short list. Oh no! Um, it, it and it one that I picked. Although now I'm thinking about the one that I picked, and I'm thinking maybe it's better than I thought it was because the one that I did pick was "Here's Looking at You" because I was like, "Why is it called that?" But that's I remember this because they they see into people's apartments through the passageways. Yeah, yeah. which I still don't really like that title very much, uh, but. At least there's some sense made of it. So you are correct. It is persons of interest. So persons of interest. Listen, I'll I'll defend it a bit because they are the the main persons of interest for the case, the trio mm-hmm. for Bunny's death. Okay, that's why it's titled that. But yes. my complaint is just it's so it's a generic title that could fit into a lot of these episodes. The rest of these titles are pretty like unique to the episode like last day bunny mm-hmm. obviously flipping the pieces hello darkness sparring partner like all those make sense i know yes. yeah, these are all like you know framed yeah oh, framed oh because the picture frame yes yeah, so, yep. like here's the okay, can you just talked about performance review yeah you know and then the tell like, they, they all make sense with what goes on the episode yeah. individually right i can't just take the tell and slap it on something else and it makes as much sense yeah it doesn't right <laughs> persons of interest yeah. though i feel like i could like i could take persons <laughs> of interest take framed <laughs> slap it on there yeah, bada boom. Like, you know what? You know what? That would be a great title for Only Murders in the Building. All, all in. All in. Yes. Yeah, I would. <laughs> like I said, Persons of Interest is the all in of a murder mystery yeah. show. For those of you who don't get that reference, listen to our Ozark coverage because we kind of ripped that title apart. So, right. anyway. I think Lost has all in as well. Oh my God, you're right. So, yeah. No, wait a minute. The. Is it all in that they have? Or is it around the world or something? No, there, there's one episode that overlaps with an Ozark episode, but I don't think it's either one of those things. Uh, anyway, whatever. Yeah, they did share a title between the two. They definitely around. did. They definitely did. I can't remember what it was. But at any rate, uh, yeah, so I do land on purchases of interest after all. So congratulations. <laughs> now let's you stopped over. <laughs> let's, let's take a, a guess at each other's favorite titles of the season and i will take a guess first since you so graciously took a guess at mine first you are a huge fan of titles that are going to help you remember what happened in the episode i am now i will forget <laughs> I, I now you did convince me that the tell is a good title because of that it is also your favorite episode of the season so i think there's a very good chance that the tell ends up being your favorite title as well but okay. I don't think there is any other episode that better explains what happens in the episode than the last day of Buddy Folger. So uh, let me just take a quick sip of my uh, watermelon lemonade seltzer while I decide which one. (laughs) Last day of Buddy Folger. Okay. Man, I I really don't know what I'm going to guess for you for your best title. Jeez. Um, I think shockingly... You like Miss Gambolini. I so, do. I know. I hate birds. Why do I like her so much? So I feel like it's either I know who did it or Hello Darkness. Okay. 
yeah, Hello Darkness simply because I think you like the song enough. We'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'll put that. Um, jeez, I mean, there's a lot. You actually, you know what? I'm gonna say flipping the pieces. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go really off the wall here. I think, Where did I think that you, come from? Okay, <laughs> because you really like the the episode. You really, you really liked the analogy of the puzzle pieces with uh, her memory hauling of things. So you know, she was flipping the pieces. Because I, because I, at first glance, when you look at the title, there's no way you're ever going to connect it to what the show connects it to. But once you, like, once you've heard it, you'll remember. Like, you'll look back at this a year later and go flipping the pieces. Oh yeah, that's the one where you know we learned. I, I think you will at least. So I'll say that flipping the pieces for you. You got it. And for all those really, people, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy I just got it. Absolutely, well, I, 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 I love that concept so much. That the fact that they titled it that is like I have to. I have. To. I'm so happy. <laughs> we're we're either Hello Darkness or um I know who. The, nah, the other one ones on my short list. I'll tell you were um, Last Day of Bunny Folger, Framed. And that's it. Those those are the three. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite title, I, I uh, the last day Bunny Folger was. Uh, so I'll, I'll show you my uh, other picks. Was the last day Bunny Folger was mm-hmm. on the short list, but I did not select it. And so ah. was Hello Darkness was on oh, the short boy. list. Oh boy. My favorite title, Mr. Sal. You Who's you were correct the first. Was the tell. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> You're formerly. I blame. I blame my watermelon lemonade for that one. <laughs> Get with them all, Michelle. Uh, so, well. well, listen, I'm glad I was able to convince you all from putting as your least favorite title. <laughs> it would have been fun if it was, though. If you're, it would have been. That would be the first time. That, yeah, that would have been good. That would have been a good one. But I'm, I'm glad I was able to talk you out of it. Actually, I'm glad I was able to talk you out of it into what I picked for you. I was glad I was able to do that. <laughs> right. Well, I'll tell you what. The reason I originally didn't like the tell was because I was like, it wasn't really about a tell. Like the the Will and Oliver stuff, there there not, wasn't that that wasn't about a tell, you know. Oliver, uh, the I guess so by extension the Teddy stuff was not about the tell. I guess it, I guess it did end up being about the tell a little bit. Uh, you know, it was all about the Alice's tell, and that didn't end up going anywhere. So well, that was why killer, right? <laughs> so anyway, so when you title episode the tell. Like that implies there's one tell that's really important here, and I guess it ended up being with hair. well. I what it ended up being, and this is what your argument that sold me on this title is that Oliver has a tell and Will knows it, and that that sold me. So good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was happy I got flipping the pieces. Oh yeah, that, and, that, and honestly, I, I listed two other ones, but it wasn't close. The, it, the pieces, it was, yeah. I was like reading through the titles, I was like, oh wait, I didn't even think about flipping the pieces. But yeah. yeah, yeah, that that was a great title. So actually, I, I even my least favorite titles here, not too bad. These, the, uh, the, these are all in all like persons of interest, like kind of roasted a bit. Like yeah. the, the, this is a well titled season. Yeah. Yeah, and better, so was, better so than was last season, season one. Actually, I think season one was titled pretty well as well. But... It was. I was just thinking about twist and twist. Really, yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. that one was no good. So, oh, by the way, I, I figured out what the overlapping episode title between Ozark and Lost is, and it might be the overlapping title. A beginning between... of the end. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the beginning of the end. Yeah, yeah, beginning of the end, which I think we covered. Well, we recorded anyway the same week. 
because I don't think we have dropped the beginning of the end coverage yet, have we? Uh, we have. Season oh, we have. Yeah. Okay. Season five is where we. Oh, that's uh, right. Stuff. That's right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah. So there we have it. The the, the only murders in the building, folks. So good. <laughs> such a great, such a great series. I'm glad that you have followed along with us. If you'd like to contact us, email us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Please give us those five-star ratings and reviews that we love so much. Please spread the podcast around. Tell people about it. Tell AI about it. Tell, tell Siri and Alexa about it. <laughs> uh, and, and, of course, you know, go back into our catalog and listen to some of our other coverage. We've got a lot of great stuff out there from Better Call Saul to Black Mirror, Centaur World, Russian Doll, The Leftovers, Lost, Ozark, Dexter New Blood, Better Call Saul. I already said Better Call Saul. Uh, yeah, and we have some new stuff coming down the pipe now. So we are going to be switching our schedule off of Sundays. We haven't, this is the only time we've ever dropped podcasts on Sundays for only murders in the building. We'll be back to Mondays. Monday will begin next, not tomorrow, next Monday. We'll begin our coverage of, uh, we'll get back into Lost, finally. It's been a long time. We've been on hiatus from Lost for quite a while, but we'll get back into it with our season four recap, which will lead right into season five coverage, uh, episode by episode. And on Thursdays, we are covering The White Lotus, which is an HBO anthology series. Season one has wrapped up. It has 20 Emmy nominations. And season two will start right as we finish our coverage of season one. It's only six episodes long. We, we will cover six episodes and then do a recap. And then we'll get right into season two. So it's exciting times for show hoppers. We hope you'll be there for the journey with us. And uh, you know what? It's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful. And as Mrs. Gambolini would say, Go f*** yourself, Oliver. <laughs>